Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Filament Games podcast. This is Jennifer Javornik reporting live from the Social Impact Summit in Los Angeles, California. It's been such a great two days here. I've met so many wonderful people. I'm really excited about my guest today, and I think you will be too. Um, I'm now going to pass her the floor to introduce herself. Hello, everybody. My name is Amy D'Onofrio. I am the current vice president and CHRO at Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, one of the largest uh, health foundations in the country located in Princeton, New Jersey. Welcome, Amy. It's so good to meet you. Uh, Tell me a little bit about what you do and what your organization does. Yeah, so Robert Wood Johnson is a foundation um, started by Robert Wood Johnson, who was one of the Johnson & Johnson brothers, um, back about 50 years ago. Um, And what we do is we do uh, grant making and and other innovative things around um, health and resources for those out in the country. We, We work all over the country. We're, we're housed in Princeton, Virginia, but our grant making is country is United States wide. Cool. Tell me about the types of projects that you fund. Um, we fund anything from child clinics to uh, nonprofits who are doing health work and uh, nutrition. So basically, when I say health, it's not just health care. It's the full gamut of health, nutrition, safety, things like that as well. And what types of um, organizations or projects is getting you really excited these days? These days, it's um, really what we did during COVID is a lot of vaccinations and things like that. So now it's preventative health, right? It's looking at how can we prevent for young children, families in need, things like that, that really are important to the the strength of of a family or a person. That makes so much sense. Can you give me an example of a recent project that you've been excited about? So One of the things to think about is I'm the CHRO, so I'm not on the program side, but here's what I will tell you. Um, In April, uh, we all, we had had a conference out in St. Louis and got to go to a lot of different sites on, in St. Louis. And one of them was the Deaconess. And what they're doing there is really giving families and women the opportunity to strengthen themselves through education, health, housing, different things like that. Oh, I love that. Um, so is this your first time at the conference? Or? It is. This is my first time and uh, definitely won me over. So Tell me what you sure. think about it. It's, it's amazing. It's different than any other conference, at least for me, um, because it's more um, innovative and thought process. There's not a lot of salesy stuff. There's also not a lot of, um, you know, it's sitting in breakout rooms forever. They've got a really nice flow to things where it's just quick enough. Our breakout session yesterday was 45 minutes. It was easy and people, you know, after a while, after lunches or after breakfast, you're sitting there and you're falling asleep. This isn't it. People are moving. People are staying innovative. And people are really genuinely nice and welcoming. I agree with that. It's yeah. also my first time at the conference. And I I feel like um, sometimes I go to co- conferences where the energy is like, oh, everything's so hard and mm-hmm. desperate. And this is like, oh, no, we're going to crush it. Yeah. We are making a difference. Yeah. And it's not only the innovators, but the funders who want to fund the innovators. Absolutely. So I would definitely recommend it to anyone listening. Um, If you're looking for a conference about at the crossroads of social impact and innovation, this is the place to be. Yep. And high energy. If you want to wake up, there's (laughs) no way you're sleeping through this one. I agree. I agree. Um, So tell me a little bit about what gets you up in the morning. Uh, What gets me up in the morning, I think mostly is the, the, the ability to do good. There's so much turmoil in our country right now. And um, I don't want to get up on a political roadshow here, but mostly, 
you know, there's so much out there that is bad and, and just ugliness. And so being able to, my job is working with people, being able to work with people and help them and find out what they need, where they are, um, how I can make their life better, how my team can, that's what we want to do. Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like we're really um, blessed to be able to devote our career to actually having do good in the world Absolutely. and make positive impact in the world. Absolutely. Um, and I'm really encouraged by that. I think a lot of people, like young listeners who are thinking about career, oftentimes you think if you want to devote your life to something meaningful, you're going to have a struggle of a life. Right. Um, which is definitely for some case for some professions. But I think there's so much here where I'm feeling it's innovative, it's forward moving, it's people who are really kind of attacking it. So I think there's a lot of um, positive energy and kind of opportunities uh, in the field. Yeah. And I think not only that, but there's a way to show you how to do it in a way that it's going to be exciting and put the, keep the fire in your belly kind of a thing in moving forward on things and not just, oh, you can't do that because you don't have money. You can't do this because you don't have the people who want to do it. Or you're at the very beginning of a journey. Here's how you should start. It's got all the different components to it in this conference. And I think that's one of the things that I've really loved about being here is it, it kind of speaks to my why I get up in the morning because it's giving you the tools or the resources or just somebody to talk to. Totally agree. I like, too, that even though it's here in L.A., the the focus is also national. I think it's really um, easy when you do work for good to get really kind of entrenched with kind of what's happening locally because so much support has to happen locally. Yes. Um, But I like the focus where people are like, okay, well, let's now have the conversation of what to do nationally and what that might look like. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, cool. Uh, What about, uh, tell me a little bit, so we're a game company for positive impact, Mm -hmm. uh, as I shared. And a lot of what we do is education. And I think one of the tenets of, one of the promises of game-based learning is um, that a game is engaging by the very fact that um, the game won't move forward unless you engage with the game. Unlike a video that can just keep rolling or a book where you're reading the words but not taking them in, like this is proactive. Um, Engagement is so much, so important when we do what we do because oftentimes it's not one person who's going to move the needle. It's engaging large groups of people. When you think of engagement, what do you think about? So one of the things that we are working on at Robert Wood Johnson is actually an employee engagement structure. So that means... You're not just an employee at Robert Wood Johnson. You have a development plan. You have a training plan. You have to engage in order to increase your development and your training. And it also gives you the opportunity to um, be able to grow your career. So if you came in at a mid-level kind of an idea, we provide training and development to get up into the different levels and the different jobs. And so it's not just, I came in at this, I'm going to stay at this and then leave in five years. We want to invest into the staff member and let them engage with different opportunities for themselves. Does that mean every the, the, the normal plan works for everybody? No. But what we do is we work with the staff member and where they are and help them put together this career pathing model that basically takes them through. So you talk about a game. It's kind of a game. Yeah. It, it, um, it's, it's, the, it's kind of the future of their career at Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Oh, cool. How is, is that kind of a recent policy or that's always been part of your... No. So what have you seen so far? So one of the things is when I joined about a year ago is I felt the hunger for the need to be able to do this. 
um, the hunger for wanting to have more than just a job, wanting to just not come in nine to five and do the job and leave, but be able to actually learn new skills, um, get opportunities to go to conferences like this, um, know what to do at conferences like this, being able to um, work within their field, but then maybe go and get education further on something else. We're a health organization, so there are many different areas of health that they can go into. And when I say health, it can be anything from nutrition to healthcare. Um, one of the biggest things I think the staff really get excited about is when somebody invests in them. You know, you're in a job, you're here, you get a paycheck, end of story. But at Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, we are going to invest into you. So we will give you the tools to grow into just about anything that the, the foundation can offer you. And um, I think that's what gets people excited about being there. Oh, that's cool. Um, I'm glad. Such a great opportunity. We hear it all the time from all levels of the organization that um, I think it's easy, too, with the conversation to remote work. There's kind of this chatter of, like, employees are disengaged. Mm -hmm. They're barely working. Yep. Uh, nothing's yep. moving forward. Right. And I feel like often from the employee side, you're like, well, I actually want to engage. I want to move forward. Right. But I'm getting much less FaceTime with the people ahead of me. And like, how do I do that? So it's really nice that you've laid out a structure for them. Right. Yeah. And they also get to meet with the people in front of them. Our leadership doesn't sit at the top and just let policies roll down. We're in different meetings. We're talking to people. Um, our entire leadership team does, does open office hours every other week so people can come and talk to them and learn about what they do. Um, if there's somebody in a field that somebody's interested in, they're more than welcome to reach out to them. It's not, it's not a siloed organization. Sure. Well, that's great. All right. I have one final question. Okay. What's your wish for the world? Uh, my wish for the world is, I, you know, I do a lot of reading on history and things like that. And I've read a lot about how um, back during World War II, a lot of what FDR did was bring the country together, whether that was red, blue, purple, didn't matter. They came together to solve World War II. And there were people on the right and the left working together. And that's what I wish we could do and stop attacking one another. Because, not that this is a political podcast, but that that breaks down our world then. Because that's what people see on the news. That's what people see when they re pick up the newspaper. And that's what our young people are seeing. And so if we're encouraging that and we're showing that our leaders of this country are doing that, we can't keep going. And so that's that's one of the things. I want us to work together. We don't always have to agree. We don't have to, you know, love each other and go out to dinner and, you know, hang out. But we have to work together. That is a good wish for the world. Uh, I will wish that with you. <laughs> well, thanks so much for, for being with us today, Amy. Thank you so much for having me, Jen. Thanks for listening to the Filament Games podcast. If you like to hear more about games, game-based learning, and what's happening at our studio, subscribe today on iTunes or Stitcher. And be sure to visit us at our website, filamentgames.com.